My name is Tim Barkholtz. I work for ExxonMobil, and I'm working on technology for CO2 capture. At ExxonMobil, we're working on a range of solutions, including a new way to capture carbon at natural gas power plants. Learn more at energyfactor.com. This is Stephen Adams. And this is Kevin Dr- oh, sorry. <laughs> Kevin Durant. <laughs> hey, Kevin Durant, mate. <laughs> Good to see you, mate. Different complexion. Okay, let's go to So, this is Stephen Adams. And this is Anas Cantor. You're listening to the Down to Earth. Down to Dunk podcast. What? Down to, down to Dunk. Down to Dunk. I'll down say that. Dunk. Introduce yourself, mate. Here's Stephen Adams, and I'm Anas Cantor, and you're listening to Down to Dunk podcast. Stay tuned. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Down to Dunk, episode 412. You can find us on dailythunder.com, Almighty Baller Radio. Of course, anywhere you subscribe to podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. It's a little different today. It's just me, Jay, Andrew, and Taylor. And uh, we had some technical difficulties last night. We tried to do a pod after the trivia night at Anthem, which was incredible, uh, but the the recording didn't come out very good. So we're just doing a little three-team quick conversation about the Pacific Division, a few Twitter questions. Gentlemen, what's going on? What's up? Andrew. Andrew. (laughs) Andrew. Andrew. Uh, uh, Ready to talk about the Pacific Division? Well, just yeah. real quick, let me just give a shout out real quick. So last night we went to the uh, Anthem Tap Room. We had an incredible night. Yeah. Incredible people came out and, and took part in that tribute. And Anthem, man, they're just the best. And uh, one of the things I do want to just bring some attention to, if you have a chance, you're in the Oklahoma City area this weekend, go over to Anthem. They have a pineapple bourbon barrel golden one on tap, and it is good. And it's so awesome. go and go and do that this weekend they also have all of their normal beers on tap and uh, you don't want to miss out on what's going on down there and so go check them out thanks to all of you that came out to the trivia night and thank you to anthem for being such incredible hosts and uh pablo and ashley were our servers nick's the man you know it was just a good night and so thank you all and uh yeah let's talk pacific division let's do it uh, let's get over let's get it over with we're gonna talk about the warriors real quick so they added Jordan Bell, Chris Boucher, Henri um, Caspi, uh, Georges Nyang, and Nick Young. And they let go of uh, Matt Barnes, Ian Clark, and James Michael McAdoo. And they're still just stupidly good. I think the only question that you ask about this team is, is can they get back to, I mean, can they win 70-plus? Uh, and I probably don't think so. I mean, maybe. What do you guys think about that? Mm, I don't. I don't know that that one team that won. How many did they win? Seventy three. Seventy three. Yeah. yeah. Seventy three nine. So that was dumb. such a special team, and they were so deep. Like that was the thing with them too. Is their bench unit was just killing everyone else's bench unit. They could do so many different things, and they're a little more on the thin side now as far as depth goes. Um, but like, it, it, and, and it's depth that gets you more wins in the regular season. Obviously, in the postseason, it doesn't really matter, uh, as they've shown already. And their their bench is kind of it will look very similar to last year's bench. So. I don't. I don't think so. I think maybe like high sixties, but I'm not expecting 
the same thing from two years ago. Yeah. I think the only reason I would say, let me jump in real quick. The only reason I would say potentially is because the only reason they didn't get there last year is because it took them a little bit to get going at the beginning and they should come out on fire as soon as the season starts. Yeah. If they want to win 70 games, you know what? They'll win 70 games. Mm -hmm. it, It all depends on where their focus is. Is their focus on just killing the regular season or is it just on the playoffs? And my suspicion, it'll just be on the playoffs and they'll, I mean, they can sleepwalk to 65 wins, you know, and they, they may sleepwalk their way to 70. Like this team is, this is not a normal NBA team. It's just not. And they're, they're ridiculous. So. Yeah, all their best all their best players. I mean, the top four players could average if they wanted to. They could just say, "Hey, these guys, they're just going to average thirty minutes a night yeah. for the whole regular season," you know, and they'll still be the number one seed in the West and the best team in the NBA. So it doesn't. I mean, they just have so many options. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, uh, like whatever they want. Like whatever, whatever they want. Do we have a? <laughs> do you guys have a? We used to we did this last year. Favorite player, least favorite player. Do you guys have a favorite player on this team? Oh yeah. Who? I mean, it's the only player on the team I really like. Uh, I freaking love Clay Thompson. Yeah, me too. Mm, yeah. yeah, he's very likable. Very like- Especially since I still believe deep in my soul that he's going to be the one that finally leaves and breaks the team up. I believe it. I even, believe even my belly. Taylor, Clay, do you have a different Clay answer. Is- well, I really like Clay. I really like Andre Iguodala. I've always loved Andre Iguodala. Mm-hmm. And I think he's another guy, too, that as long as they have Iggy coming off the bench, I mean, their bench is going to be fine, too. It's just so important. Whoa. Oh, my God. Did you, right. Did you get that? It's yeah, a flash flood warning, man. Wow. <laughs> if you don't know this, Oklahoma City, it is just like pouring down rain. It's a monster. Flash. Flash. Flood. Scary. So who's your least favorite? Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) All of them. All of them. All the other ones. Is it Kevin or Draymond? Kevin. Yeah, it's Kevin. Screw you, Kevin. Um, See, here's the thing about Draymond, and it's probably the same for both of them. Like, if Draymond was a Thunder player, I think he'd be probably my favorite player. I love everything about the way he plays. Like, he's, I mean, the cheapness I can deal with that, but, dude, he's defensively so fantastic. Like, good enough to wear... Even people that don't really, you know, watch NBA can notice how how much he makes a difference defensively for that team. And uh, offensively, he dropped off quite a bit this last year. At least it felt like uh, scoring wise or shooting wise. Mm-hmm. But man, he's just he is a fantastic basketball player. Yeah, let's stop and, complimenting the Warriors now, please. So, yeah, next team. Next, the Los Angeles Lakers. They drafted Lonzo Ball and. Somebody named VJ Beecham. I don't even know who that is. Uh, they signed Vander Blue, who is like a D League All Star. Uh, Thomas Bryant is another draftee. They signed Contavious Caldwell Pope um, and Alex Caruso, who was a former uh, Thunder Blue man. Uh, Josh Hart, Kyle Kuzma, Brooke Lopez, Briante Weber, and Steven Zimmerman. And they lost Tariq Black, Mozgov. David Nwaba, uh, Thomas Robinson, D'Angelo Russell, Meta World Peace, and Nick Young. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do without David Nwaba. Uh, yeah, or Meta. Right. <laughs> Which I found out that you got voted like teammate of the year or something. Uh, so uh, we talked a little bit last night about this 
well, probably more than we should have about the Lakers. Like I still am not as high up on the possibility of them becoming a super team next year. Like they have to shed, they have to shed Luol Deng. They're probably going to have to shed, uh, Jordan Clarkson's contract more than likely in order to move one of those two pieces, they're going to have to tag on, you know, a Brandon Ingram. I don't, I think the only one that they wouldn't move obviously is Lonzo ball, but Julius Randall, like in order to sign two max players, they're going to have to, I mean, they just have to work magic. Yeah. And, uh, that was not a pun because magic is helping do that. But I just think it's just going to be something where I think, and Lakers fans are historically delusional. And I know that because I used to be a Lakers fan. And so one of the things is like, they just assume they just make the assumption that this is just, Oh yeah. They'll just snap their fingers. And all of a sudden Paul George, Russell Westbrook and LeBron James will be on the team. But uh, I think it will, I don't know what this team looks like. I know they're not going to be very good this year. Obviously Uh, they won 26 games last year. Andrew, what do you think about this team and how do you think they finish comparatively? Um, I think they're going to really suck. Um, I don't, I mean, you have a rookie point guard, like you just don't have a good team. Like I just don't think that they're going to be, they're not going to be any good. And I don't, I'm kind of with you that really it would just take LeBron saying, I want to be a Laker, right. In order for them to become a super team. Cause I, I don't know that Paul George just goes there by himself. I just I don't think that makes any sense for him unless he's also I mean it's all just comes down to do these guys want to just be Lakers because they're not going there by themselves to win and be in the same division as the Warriors and just get your face stomped in in round one like they're not going to do that so the the Lakers are highly interesting and I've said this I don't know if I've said it on our show but I've said that the the two most interesting things for the Lakers this season, one, is Lonzo Ball any good? And then two, who is going to help the Lakers get their cap space? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What team is going to take Luol Dang? What team is going to take Jordan Clarkson? Because those are both bad deals. And Clarkson, um, he's probably become a little bit overrated over the years. Um, just because, I, I mean, you look at the numbers and he's just really not a helpful player. Um, I think he's a very decent backup point guard, but you don't pay decent backup point guards. What is his contract worth right now? Or something like that. Yeah, 12, two years. So you have 12 million, 12 and a half next year, yeah. and 13 and a half the year after that. And that's the thing with Lou Alding. Like, you're not just eating his contract for this next year, you're also eating it for the next two seasons. Right. Yeah. So it's it's eighteen million dollars in 2018, 2019, and eighteen eight in 2019-2020. Yeah. yeah, it's awful. And okay. um, that, there's not a player on this team. Sorry, there's not a player on this team that I would say, yeah, give me Brandon Ingram and I'll eat Lou Alding's miserable contract for three more years. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on who it is. And, and just to touch on Jordan Clarkson, too, um, you know, last night I was thinking, like, oh, that contract's not that bad for him given what market is right now. Um, but if you look at who they drafted, they drafted Kyle Kuzma and then they brought up Vander Blue and gave him a, a contract, too. And then you have Lonzo Ball. So there's just, I don't think they really need Clarkson around, especially not at $12 million a year. Yeah. Um, Kuzma's a big, though. Do what? Kuzma's a big. Were you, think, were you saying that he's a point guard? He's not a big. He's like a, he's like a 2-3. Yeah, he's like a big, well, he's like a big wing. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's essentially what Jordan Clarkson does for them too. I yeah. mean, it's just, yeah, play, it's just a scoring role shooter right, right, right. kind of thing. 
Um, and there's just not that much room. Like you can work him out of the rotation if you need to, yeah. or if he's gone, it doesn't really, what does it matter this year? You right. know? And KCP is really that the guy that's going to take all the totally. From him. Yeah. Yes. Cause they're going to yeah. play KCP 35 ish minutes, probably a night. Yeah. Um, hey, so I asked this question and, and maybe you can clarify, I don't know what the, and maybe we need to bring on hand man, but remind me again, how does the Lakers pick, go to boston like is it two to five what's the protection on it do you know it's unprotected <clears throat> it's unprotected but i think that they all they get the better of the knicks or not the knicks the lakers or the kings pick okay so i mean that's a pretty still another pretty high pick yeah it'll be a good pick okay mm-hmm. all right cool very cool. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'm not excited about the Lakers. Obviously, I think that everybody's getting hyped on the Lonzo Ball train, but uh, I mean, summer league does not one player make. Mm, oh, great! That's so true, man. I love that saying. Yeah, I love that player? saying. Larry Nance, dude. Oh, Larry, Larry Nance, Nance or uh, Julius Randle. Yeah, I love Larry. Yeah, Larry Nance Jr.'s dunk on Brooke Lopez is the greatest dunk I've ever seen on it. Like, I would take it over any Blake Griffin Mozgov dunk. Like, yeah. it's the hardest. And I can't believe he didn't win dunk of the year. Like, I love Victor Oladipo, but that dunk on Brooke Lopez was incredible. It was. I also really like Brooke. I also really like Brooke, Brooke Lopez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brooke's good. Uh, least favorite player? Oh God, I don't know. Corey Brewer, the backwards man. Yeah, Corey Brewer. No, I like Corey Brewer, the person though. Like he's always yeah. seems like he's a pretty nice guy. Oh, he's always uh, smiling. And kind of a big goofy smile. Um, I don't really. There's not anybody on this team I don't really like. Yeah. I don't think I. People make me not like Contavious Caldwell Pope, just yeah. because like the way some people talk about him. I I, I think he's way overrated. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously he got a one-year deal for $20 million. It's not like the whole league was clamoring for him. Right. People are talking like he's this incredible 3 and D. What did he shoot, under 35% from the three-point line or 32 yeah. or something? He's one of those fake shooters. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, anyway, and part of that came from the fact that I follow this, or I see it, this random Instagram account on Twitter where it's or on Instagram that, like, compares all of these rosters. And it compared, you know, the Thunder roster to to the Lakers roster and, the Lakers had three out of five positions better on the starting what? roster. What? Yeah. I was like, you guys are idiots. But they oh, said that Brooke Lopez, Lopez is better. Than yeah. And then they said KCP is better than Robertson. Mm-hmm. And then they said, uh, maybe they said that Julius Randle is better than Patrick Patterson. I mm. can kind of see. Well, I don't, I don't see the last one. The first two, I could see that. Yeah. You think Brooke Lopez is that much better than Adams right now? Or better. Um, I think he's like he just is very good at scoring. Yeah, and like he has a elite NBA skill. And yeah. Dude, and he shoots threes like legitimately. Like takes a lot of threes now and makes them at a really high clip. Like that, it's just so valuable to have a center that can do that. He's so good offensively that yes, to me, he's better than Adams. And especially like Adams has to show that he's an elite defender too which we have yet to kind of see from him so i'll say yeah brooke lopez all right cool all right that's a lot of lakers talk for a really bad team <laughs> it was. 
Now for my favorite team in the whole NBA, the Sacramento Kings. Yeah! They brought in uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, uh, the the new Bone Dong, uh, Vince Carter, Jack Cooley, De'Aaron Fox, Harry Giles, George Hill, my favorite player in the NBA, Justin Jackson, Frank Mason, Zach Randolph, and Jakar Sampson. That's a lot of guys, man. Yes. Ten new dudes. That's not ever really a good... That's not really great. No, it's not. <laughs> when your whole team turns over. But listen to who they lost, and you'll be like, actually, maybe it is great. Aaron Afalo, right. Darren Collison, Tyreek Evans, Langston Galloway, Rudy Gay, Ty Lawson, and Ben McLemore. It's like... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, uh, okay, so... It's a nice cleansing. They had 30, 32 wins last year. Yeah. Can they get to 40? This team? Yeah. 40? <laughs> Guys, my <laughs> pizza's ready. BRB. <laughs> oh my. Um, <laughs> um, 40 wins Jamon how in the world are they going to get to 40 wins they had 32 last year I know but they had Boogie for like half the season though. oh see man we had this conversation and I'm telling you I'm not I, I don't I don't know I don't know I don't know they have, also, so, many, they have so many young guys though they do, but they're also got George Hill and they've got Vince Carter. And so I think that balances it out where they're these really old guys that kind of make them like a middle of the road age team. But I think I don't know. Like, I mean, I just wonder if you have a George Hill and you, you know, Buddy's to got another year. Buddy was really good after the trade. Um, yeah, he was solid. And then you add like a, I don't know. I think that you look at it and I just, I don't, 40 wins obviously is too much, but do they get at least 232 or past 32? Or do you think they're under that too? I think they're under. Dang, dang. Yeah. I think they're 30. I mean, the over-under should probably be 30. Okay. And I might take the under. Oh, man. we're gonna have, That's going to be one of our bets that we never pay up on. There's, yeah, that's right. Uh, they, <laughs> they just have so many young guys that they want to give minutes to. Like Buddy, Collie Stein, Scal, um, Malachi Richardson's coming back from injury. Uh, they want to give De'Aaron Fox probably as many minutes as they can. They want to see if Harry Giles can play at all, Justin Jackson. I mean, they've, there's just so many young guys, and young guys just do not win in the NBA, especially young guys that play for the Kings. So but they, so here's my thought on that. If that's your plan, why did you pay George Hill almost $20 million for three years? It's a, it's all about like a culture change for them. Which, sure, okay. Which I, which I get. That's just a lot of money over a lot of years for a guy that's pretty decent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, like he's, and he's also like a mentor to De'Aaron Fox, basically. Yeah. So, I mean, I get it. It's not ideal. You'd rather like, you'd rather have, you know, pay mentors like the vet minimum. But you also, there's a, uh, there's a Sacramento Kings tax that you have to pay to get players on your team. <laughs> True. That's, that's true. Valid. So valid. And I kind of, I like what the Kings have done. I mean, they drafted four guys this year that they, I think they expect all of them to hopefully work out in the future. And there's no reason really as of yet for them to think otherwise. Um, and then they still have really young guys like Willie Cauley Stein and Buddy Hilt. And um, I mean, it makes sense that they brought in the older guys, Vince Carter yeah. uh, and Hill for what you were saying, Andrew, for like a culture change, because you do have a really a solid group of young guys right now that could turn into something legitimate for you, you know, four years from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, That's brought, about it. they brought in Zach Randolph to give the whole team a, a bunch of weed. Okay, not that one, but like Vince Carter and Hill. 
Yeah, and I think what you look at with the Hill, and maybe this is wrong. Is that how long his contract was? Yeah, like three years. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you look at it and, and kind of what you said, Taylor, as far as timeline of this team, like you're getting towards like that 20 by the time Hill's contract expires is really when this team is hoping that they'll probably be in the playoffs timeline wise, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. they can so. trade George Hill for a first rounder to somebody. Right. Right. What? Yeah, man. George when? Hill? George Hill's good, dude. George yeah, Hill, okay. He can play both guard positions. He can. I'm just telling you, who can absorb twenty million dollars right now for a first round pick? Like George Hill is not going to go. Like we do, like an expiring deal and first rounder for. Yeah, George like Hill. the Thunder next year or something could go for him for Cantor and you know. Man, I'd love that. I would. I'd be ecstatic. Yeah, hey, I'd trade Russ for him. Okay. <laughs> 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 We're back to this, man. We're back to this. All right, who's next? Phoenix Suns. They didn't do a whole oh. lot because they suck. Josh Jackson, Mike James, Devon Reed are in, and they still haven't signed Alex Len because nobody has any idea what to do with him. Um, that's it. And they are going to be probably pretty miserable. They need to trade guys like Tyson Chandler needs to go. Jared Dudley needs to go. Uh, Brandon Knight tore his ACL or something and is out for the whole season, which is just the most Phoenix Suns thing to happen ever. Uh, but yeah, they're they're going to be pretty miserable again. Yeah, yeah I mean, they, there's nothing to talk about with me with this team. No, just the just that they and we talked about this last night a little bit too. Just that they would not give up Josh Jackson for Kyrie, which is the reported issue that like. Phoenix and the Cavs were talking, but uh, the Suns didn't want to give up Josh Jackson for a really good player. That is Kyrie Irving and how that just shows that they're one of those teams who they're just going to wait out like four or five years until the Golden State's bad. And then hopefully they have some guys that are good, you know, instead of trying to like they're not going to they're not going to give away their young players that could turn out to be good right now because they don't care about having good players right now that are like close to their prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was helpful like that was a helpful helpful perspective for me because i just am so down on the way this team has been run like they've had a whole bunch of high picks and a whole bunch of potential high picks and they've come away with devin booker and maybe dragon bender as people that they're excited about mm-hmm. like really like possible yeah. potential like all-stars is only devin booker because i maybe people are higher on josh jackson than i am like i think that I don't know. I think Jason Tatum is the one that would be the better of the two, you know, that came out of this class. But, you know, I don't think he's an all-star potential. Am I wrong on that? You studied a lot more about these guys than I did, Andrew. I like him. I mean, he, Like, he, you like him that much? He can defend every position pretty much. He's he's like a, he's a maniac on the defensive end. Like, he's, he's going to be a difference maker. And if he can get his jump shot, you know, cleaned up, then – I think he'll be really good, and he's a good passer. I like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think that. I I don't know. I I like. I like him. I think that he he'll be all right. And okay. someone else is Marquise Chris, who it seems like they can't decide which one they like better out of Dragon Bender and Marquise Chris. Yeah, and uh, and he's man. Both of those players really showed that they could be something uh, eventually. Yeah. Uh, so but it's interesting. They're just going to yeah, be crap so. for a while. I'll walk back a little bit because I did also like I like TJ Warren, you know, and what we saw. He, I feel like he always just went off against the Thunder, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you know. And so, but they have a, it. Just feels like they have a bunch of 
decent pieces, which is why I've got to remember, like they're not building for next year or the year after that. They're building for like five years. When the Warriors fall down, mm-hmm. they'll be one of the teams that they're hoping is prepared. But they got for me. I'm like, just get some more picks with Bledsoe and get rid of Bledsoe for another pick, or you know, yeah. be that team that is just acquiring assets by letting these bigger. Because I think Eric Bledsoe on a team that's looking to compete is it would be incredibly helpful. Jared Dudley would be incredibly helpful. And even, even if you looked at Tyson Chandler, I think that that would be somebody that like a competing team would go after, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I just think that at some point you probably look at the Chandler and even Jared Dudley and you're like, like I, those guys are probably just overpaid and it's, it's hard to carry a lot of overpaid guys on your team. I mean, Chandler 13 mil for the next two years, Jared Dudley uh, 10 mil, which is, I mean, it's okay. But um, he's fallen off a little bit, and he's a guy that is really not a great athlete. And both those guys are declining. The real bad one to me is Brandon Knight. Yeah, $15 million the next two years, three years. Yeah, that's really, really bad. Jeez Louise. But, yeah, if, if Bledsoe's healthy for any stretch, they just need to trade him. Like, see, whatever value you can get, just, just trade him. I have a question. Okay, if you're the Cavs, if you're LeBron, would you have rather had Bledsoe over Isaiah Thomas, or do you like Thomas better? Uh, to me, it's more of a question of like the whole package that they got. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. 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 Yes. So, but like, say the Suns were like, what if the Suns did agree on Eric Bledsoe, Josh Jackson? And I don't know, a second round pick or something like that. And maybe the Brooklyn pick wasn't thrown into the Celtics one. If you're just looking at Isaiah Thomas or Eric Bledsoe, uh, I think, I don't know, Eric Bledsoe, like what he could bring defensively could help out that Cavs team a lot in the playoffs too. Yeah. I think Isaiah Thomas is a better player. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that as well. But, I'd probably go Isaiah. Plus, Eric Bosa hasn't been healthy for a season yeah. in a long time. And health, yeah, health very is true. a concern for both of them at this point, though. Which is mm-hmm. true. So That hip. Yeah. That hip issue, man. Uh, let's fire through the Clippers real quick and then answer a couple questions because I've got to go in eight minutes. Eight minutes. Uh, the Clippers re-signed Blake Griffin. They brought in Pat Bev, Sam Decker, Joan Evans, uh, Danilo Gallinari, Montrez Harrell, DeAndre Liggins, Marshall Plumley, Willie Reed, Milos Teledosic, uh, Sharon <laughs> Thornwell, Lou Williams, and Jamil Wilson. I've never read that name in my life. Um, and they lost Alan Anderson, Brandon Bass, Jamal Crawford, Raymond Felton. It's going to be weird seeing Jamal Crawford in Minnesota. Uh, Luke Richard and Bob Mute, Chris Paul, Paul Pierce, JJ Reddick, Maurice Spates, and Diamond Stone. And I have no idea what to think about this team because they have so many new pieces. And I think that, like, if they're healthy, they're good. And when they're inevitably not healthy, they're not going to be good. Yeah. Right. If Blake if Blake stays healthy, they'll be a playoff team with this crew. Yeah. So here's the question. This is just since I don't really care. Like I don't know what to think of them. They will not be as good as last year. They won 51 games. I think they'll be in the mid 40 ranges if they can be relatively healthy. So here's the question I want to pose to you all about this team: mm-hmm. Who plays more games, Blake Griffin or Danilo Gallinari? Oh my. Uh, I'm going to go with Blake. 
I'm going to go Blake as well. I'd probably go Blake too, but both of them are so injury prone. It makes me wait. If I was a Clippers fan, I'd be just like stressing out all the time. It's pretty terrifying. Uh, so, Hey, we didn't, we didn't do this on a few of the teams. Uh, Sacramento Kings. Who's your favorite player? Um, buddy healed. I do. Buddy's mine. I do love the buddy. And Scal, I'm a big Scal man. He's good. I kind of I like the idea of De'Aaron, uh, De'Aaron Fox too. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Who's your least favorite player? It's so hard to oh, hate. Oh. It's so hard to hate guys that are on bad teams. Because like yeah, Garrett you Temple. Just, you could just care less about them. Oh, George Hill's my favorite player. Duh. Um, oh yeah. My least favorite player is Justin Jackson. He's just too skinny. He's a weirdo. Yeah, I thought he was going to be the Thunder player. Uh, okay, Phoenix Sun, favorite player? Devin Booker. Um, yeah, Devin Booker. He's so good. Yep. He's so fun. He's so good. Least favorite? Um, Brandon Knight. Yeah, Brandon Knight. Actually, not Brandon Knight because I just feel bad for him. Because his <laughs> well, I was going to say, so sad. like, not even because of anything he's done, but just like, I don't. I don't know. It's not his fault, but he's my least favorite. Yeah, remember he would just get dunked on by everybody. Like the first that year one of his by career. DeAndre Jordan was like yes. Yes. another one of those dunks. Yeah, and then like he finally was good for the Bucks, and then he got traded to the Suns, where he's just been terrible since. And then he so bad. screws up his knee, and now he's out, and everybody talks about how bad he is and how overpaid he is. But uh, I, he's, he's had such a weird NBA career. Yeah. All right. So, any other Clippers thoughts before I t- ask you the question? No. Um, no. All right. Who's your favorite player? Black. What do you say? Black. Balake. Balake. Garage. Oh, Blake. Okay, I got you. I didn't Golly, know what you like, were saying. What? Could not figure out <laughs> what you were saying. Balake, you idiots. Balake, girlfriend. Um. <laughs> I love DeAndre Juwan Evans, man. I love Juwan Evans. I hope that I like DeAndre Jordan, man. Yeah, DeAndre is great. DeAndre is really good. Who's your least favorite? Austin Rivers. I was going to say if there's if you guys say anything other than Austin Rivers, you are saying the wrong answer. Well, and you could look. say Pat. You could say Pat Bev now. No. Nope. Yeah, but like Pat Bev has like this likability to him where you're like, man, like he just plays so hard. Like that's just so great. Yeah. When you look at yeah, Austin yeah. Rivers, like the look on his face, you're like, oh man, I, I'm not a fan of this guy. I don't like. Yeah. I don't like his face. Yes, Austin sucks. All right, let's run just through. We got about three or four minutes just to run through a few Twitter questions. So if we don't get to yours, thanks for sending it in. We will. Uh, we will try to get as many as we can. So first one's from at Young Ryden. He asked the question: Will Donovan add movement to the offense this season with shooters like Abrinus George and Paul George? I hope so. But Jay, listen, we're going to have to go through the important questions here. Okay, bring them. This is from at Bangelope. Bangelope has been sending us questions for the past several weeks for us to debate. French toast, waffles, or pancakes? Waffle, baby. I'm a pancake man. I like pancakes, too, but if French toast is done right, it beats all three of them. Or all two of them. Well, it's the best of all three. I don't know what I'm I'm not good at talking. 
it's the it's, top. It's the top of the tier. I, I always have soggy French toast. It's like <laughs> always too soggy. No, see that that's it's the worst if it's soggy. But I had I was at a good. place one time they had deep fried French toast. Oh wow. It was so good. French toast is the, great. The floor for French toast is like too deep. It's like too low. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm never gonna pick French toast. I feel like low pain? floor. Like pancakes are like the pizza of breakfast food. Like even bad pancakes are still good. I don't know, man. I've had some bad pancakes. I haven't had a bad waffle. Uh, oh, even, stop it. I I'm so, I'm, even Eggos, dude. Uh, throw some Eggos in the yeah, toaster. I'll, dest- I'm, I'll destroy Eggos right now. Give them yeah. Any kind of waffle. Waffle cookies or like those little waffle like uh, mint uh, thins. You know what I'm talking about? Well, yeah, <laughs> I do. Waffle, waffle cones. Dude, any form of waffle. Waffle fries? Are you kidding me? What the heck is waffle mint then? No, they're from, waffle, you can like, get them on airplanes. Like, like Delta has them, and they've got like these two little thin wafers, and they have like a some sort of thing in the middle of them. They're wow. good. They're real good. They're good. Man. Wow. Waffles the best. Waffle sandwiches? Really? Are you going to have a pancake sandwich? Are you going to have a French toast sandwich? No. Probably not. All right. I'm. I got another one of these questions from our fun ones that I want to talk, ask. Uh, if one of the down to dunk drops had to be your ringtone for eternity, which one would it be? What's your first and last choice? This is from at, at uh, Johnny Ho thirty four. Yep. Sorry. Um, my the one that I would want the most is probably the trade machine one as my ringtone. Yep. Um, and the the one that I would not want to have is uh, top five power rankings. Top five power rankings would be too much. I, my, I think my favorite one is uh, say what stat of the week. Still, we haven't done it in a while, obviously, because you know we normally say what stat of the week in the off season. But we'll bring it's it by far my favorite. We'll bring it back. It's by far my favorite. If you one. had, if you had say what as your text ringtone, and it was just this every time. Say what? Say, say what? what? Say what? <laughs> <laughs> or every text, it changed like which one he was saying. Say what? Say what? It like all, it like went through them all. <laughs> That's funny. It's a good idea. All right. Anything else you guys miffed or peeved? No. No. I'm no, we're grateful and blessed. G-B'd. We had such a great night last night. But I want to mention something real quick before we go. Oklahoma Shirt Company is an incredible company. We have brand new shirts. Uh, you can get those available. We're going to have an online store that we're going to pin to our Twitter account for a little while. And so you can get new shirts. 25 bucks for that to get you a sticker. And if you're from New Zealand... We're sorry you can't get a shirt, but you can at Luke Stevens or at Suk Leafens, and maybe he'll uh, hook you up with shipping if you want a shirt. I'll let him do that again on another time. Uh, <laughs> but if you want to do that, we got our shirts at Oklahoma Shirt Company. Uh, Oklahoma Shirt Company. Any apparel you need, hats, cups, uh, jerseys. You want numbers put on names, like anything. They will take care of you. Incredible people down there. They also have their Oklahoma Shirt. Uh, of the month club and Texas shirt of the month club. And so make sure you check them out for 10 bucks a month. You can get an Oklahoma or Texas theme shirt plus taxes and shipping shipped to your house every single month. And they're awesome. I'm wearing one right now. You can't see it, but it looks awesome. But yeah. Oklahoma shirt company, check them out, ask for something and tell them down the dunk sent you. It won't get you anything special, but it gets us a little love. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our pod. Bye. Bye. Bye.